Hello everyone and welcome to a Hot Pocket. Woo! Welcome back everyone. How are you, Ed? Oh, I'm fine. My pockets are warmth with excitement. <laughs> Your pockets are warmth. Yeah, uh, warmth. They're warmth. <laughs> they're warmth. Keep that in. That's exactly what I said. And I meant to. I intended to say warmth with excitement. Warmth with excitement. Happy 1st of February, everyone. And not only is it the first Hot Pocket in ages, but also it's the beginning of us releasing videos every Wednesday. So if you're watching this video and you like it or whatever, do subscribe because there's a good video every, well, week from now exactly. There'll be a new one. If you're not watching on the 1st of February on the Wednesday, then it'll probably maybe well, not be exactly a week, but soon enough there'll be a video coming out. Gaming streams chat debate you know all of that stuff at your whatsits enough marketing let's get into it ed let's kick off with a lovely little bit of news jerry redder got run over by a fucking snowplow go exactly i think it just uh, it's only being revealed like a day or two ago um from recording this that apparently he was actually trying to save his nephew as well um I have uh, uh, a little link here that's got a bit more a bit more information on it, but obviously he's he's not he hasn't been in great condition. He was critical, but he seems to be in good spirits about it. Thank God for that. Um, he was using uh, his six-ton uh, piston bully snowplow uh, to help his uh, nephew freeze car from the snow, um, but then it started to roll down a hill. Um, and so, uh, yeah, he unfortunately he sustained injuries to his torso, his face, his extremities, and his head during the accident. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he's been, um, he's been tweeting about it, I believe, and, uh, um, he, he's been keeping people updated on it. And, uh, people, you know, people have been quite concerned, but, um, he's, he's taking it in, in high spirits, which is always a good thing. Okay. Uh, so yeah, wish it, wishing the the gentleman all the best because uh, he definitely does seem one of the uh, one of the good guys in Hollywood, shall we say? There's a lot of attempted to save his nephew, tried to save his nephew. Save his nephew. I'm assuming the nephew's not mentioned and isn't mentioned to be in hospital. So I'm assuming his attempts were successful um or maybe the nephew managed to get himself out or whatever happened i'm really surprised to hear that it was a piston bully snowplow because i saw pictures of a snowplow when this first happened which was the beginning of the year right at the beginning of the year and I was surprised to find out that uh, it was actually one of those snowplows because there was pictures of those snowplows, like proper big ones that you would expect in Norway or in the mm. Alps or something. And I thought, oh, they've just put a picture of a massive snowplow for, you know, news effect. No, nope, it really was one of those. Wow. I mean, the fact that he's even got brain matter at this point is quite an achievement. So well done, Mr. Renner. Yeah. I'm, I'm just reading it now, actually. Another report from uh, the Depu uh, from uh, Deputy Jonathan Miller. He said, in an attempt to keep the piston bully from striking his nephew, uh, uh, Jeremy Renner, he attempted to step up on the track in order to divert the piston bully or get it stopped. Okay, so, so it was... Fucking it, hell. Okay. And then I, he got pulled under it. I mean, it's a good Dream Theatre song. But I probably wouldn't go for snow plowing uh, like that 
I, I get that reference. Thank uh, you. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Moving on into mm-hmm. op- number two or the last Foas series. <laughs> yeah, as you've written it. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Last Kate, of Us. Kate series. fucking wrote that. Did you ever play Last of Us? I did. I played two hours of the first game. Right. I don't know why I didn't play more. I'm going to put it down to. Um, it was on the PS3, which even though I did play a lot of games on the PS3, most of the games I played were couch co-op. Um, I didn't really use it for solo playing that much. And um, when I did, I don't know, my computer was just always better when I was more comfortable with mouse and keyboard, blah, blah, blah. It just didn't track me like that. The other thing is, man, like, you know, there's, you can't help yourself. It's a very good game. Uh, from the two hours I played of it, it was really good. <laughs> I could pick it up right now and probably enjoy it. But it's just another fucking zombie game, isn't it? Like, there's so many of them. As someone who really likes the Resident Evil franchise, I was like, okay, sure. Like, I've already done a lot of this sort of stuff. (laughs) Um, So I think that's why I didn't carry on with it. It's a personal thing. Calm down, everyone. Well, I've not played it. Um, I've watched watched the gameplay. Um, So uh, I'll do Cookie. Uh, oh, yeah. shout out twitch.tv slash how do cookie pretty sure he gets a shout out every time we uh go live or record anything you know yeah but uh it's because we love him yeah um but he, he's played it and you can tell that they've put a lot of not just attention to detail in it but it's actually it's well casted um okay and it does have a natural feel to it so it's interesting that they brought it to a tv series because it already feels like it's done it well yeah um so um apparently i mean i've heard mixed things but mainly positive i've not actually got around to watching it at all um it's interesting though yeah yeah and likewise i haven't either partially i think because i don't want to discover the storyline that way like everyone else at the moment is is relating it to the game and really enjoying um the adaptation of it if it was just a series on its own, you know, Walking Dead or anything like that, I don't know how much different it would be. I don't know. But I would love to play the game first and then watch the series. So maybe I should really start doing that. Um, yeah, but I'm, I, I'm in the same boat. Okay. Well, maybe we could do it together, naked. Um, oh, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's just one of these series that's popping off. I'm sure everyone watching has already le- at least heard about it, if not already watched and is up to date. Another thing. I will not watch something as it's released weekly. It's not fucking 1995. Stop it. I I kind of get you there. I do. Um, I'm terrible for, for, for binge watching. I do miss the fact that we... Well, it's annoying we've got used to being yeah. able to binge now. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to be able to talk about it and like go to work or something and then uh, and then talk to people about the program and then like you know discuss, discuss it and speculate on what's going to happen. Um but yeah, you don't really get that anymore. Now you kind of like get people's talking about it at work and you're going, oh, I haven't watched all of the episodes yet. <laughs> it's yeah. Fucking, yeah. Actually, whilst but. we're on this subject of watching stuff, have you uh, seen or heard of Kaleidoscope on Netflix? I've heard of it, but not a great deal. Okay, good. Don't worry, everyone. No spoilers. I've only watched one episode. One episodes. Now, this, Ed enthralled me mm-hmm. and i stopped watching it because at the time kate and i were we were bimbling about and doing other stuff or on our phones and we were like look this is actually something we need to pay attention to so let's come back to this when we're ready to sink into something but 
the whole thing is about a bank robbery, right? And each episode is a colour. The first episode is called black, and the last episode is called white, I believe. But all the episodes in the middle are different, as in in different a different order for every Netflix user. Really? So that's really cool, isn't it? That's quite experimental. That. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So that means, like, for instance, if you and I were halfway through the series, we still wouldn't be able to talk about it yet because you know you wouldn't you wouldn't know what you had seen or not. So I'm taking it's like. Uh... Um, like the, it's like story blocks and yeah, you know, exactly, or, yeah, or, yeah. J- jigsaw stuff. It's like um, it's like Pulp Fiction on shuffle. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. That's quite cool. Yeah, I it's like a pretty cool idea. thing. Yeah. Also, it came out the first of January, so it's relevant to this January news. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to fucking watch that. <laughs> that sounds pretty fucking good. When do yeah. you watch it? Don't fucking tell me because I don't know. Um, no. right. I'll have to write down the order as well so we can compare orders. <laughs> compare orders. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wrote down here steroid use in celebrities. Now, this might come down as a bit weird to people. I don't know. I don't know where this conversation's even going to go. Uh, so I'm going to start off with the sentence I heard this on a Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, dear, Michael. Um, <laughs> but it was backed up by science. And that is that celebrities like uh, The Rock, uh, Dave Bautista, you know, these actors that we know them now, uh, you know, the massive ones, literally couldn't be that big without steroids, apparently. It's impossible for them to have that sort of physique. You might remember, uh, probably not remember, but maybe you saw um, Killer Sally on Netflix? No. No. She was um, a bodybuilder, blah, blah, blah. She was uh, in the 80s, a bodybuilder, and was going up the ranks. And there was a moment in the series, and indeed in the competition of bodybuilding, where they removed steroids and said, look, you're not allowed to use these drugs anymore because they're performance-enhancing drugs. Um, And when they did that, everyone, like, just completely wasn't massive anymore. (laughs) They were all just, like, they looked like really athletic people and definitely were muscular Mm. than your average person. But they weren't this amazing monolith, you know, that that people had gotten used to. So they actually reintroduced drugs and steroid use back into it in the end. Um, But uh, that also backs up this sort of thing. So, uh, I mean, I know Dwayne... The Rock Johnson is adamant that he doesn't use steroids. And he, apparently he's called out Chris Hemsworth as well. I'm calling bullshit on this. I fucking hate Joe Rogan. Absolutely <laughs> hate Rick. The, my point um, is, I, and you know what, I, I, when he comes to talk about UFOs and space and all this other shit, it can really get out of hand quite quickly. But this seems a little bit sciencey to me, right? It seems like... Okay, sure. And I get, and Arnold Schwarzenegger has also said, oh no, they're all totally using steroids. Like, they could never be that big without steroids. That's insane. Okay, fair enough. But, uh, if you but, say so. I, I, I just, just think sorry, it's Sorry, just, 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 just to 100% clarify before this video gets removed from YouTube because of misinformation. Oh, fucking hell. Um, we, we can't, literally can't talk about it. But um, this is all speculation. As I said, we heard, yeah, I heard it, it on It's purely Jeremy. speculation. It's based upon something someone else said. And uh, Mike has every, every right to talk about it because we we believe in free speech. It doesn't mean we, we you know, we agree with this person, but... No. Or we, we, you know, we never always agree with each other. No. Um, but that's a debate. That's what a debate is. Right. He's a fucking knob, though, isn't he? <laughs> uh, is he a knob? I don't know, man. 
I think he's a knob. What What do you think is knobbish about him? Uh, he's just up his own fucking arse all the time. Um, God, I, I just, know what you mean, man, but he still goes on like his friends' smaller podcasts and everything. And I know, but he he uses he uses his platform to uh, to spout things that are not guaranteed fact. Uh, yeah. and um, yeah. there are people, unfortunately, you have listeners out there who are narrow-minded to research for themselves. Uh, and They'll just take it as gospel. And they, Yeah, they'll take it as gospel. I mean, like, you've just talk, spoken about it, but you've probably looked it up afterwards and read into it. I did. Um, which, is, which is great, but unfortunately, there's not enough people out there, and uh, that's the problem. When you have a celebrity status, you've got to... Uh, You've got to realise that you you have to set an example. Yeah, I guess, uh, and what, I don't think he does. It would have might, and you know what? He may have even set it up this way, but I don't think he did. But he could have said, um, "Look, I'm not saying this is true or not, but I noticed that a lot of these bigger actors are actually uh, very big, and I believe them to be taking steroids because of blah blah blah." But he didn't. He just came out and said. They definitely are, totally are. Come on, don't be stupid. Yeah. Of course they are. Right, yeah. there we go, everyone. Lovely. Leave a comment down below. Do you think they're definitely taking steroids? 100%? Of course they are. Maybe they're not. Um... <laughs> also, Joe Rogan, if you want to pop along and... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Actually, it might be better if we do something on your platform. <laughs> I, if, if it's a yes, I'll get a loan out and we're going to LA, all right? Uh-huh. Um... I love your curries, by the way. Um, him and his mate, Josh, they make curries. You'll get there in a minute. No, I'm, I'm fucking there, man. I'm, I'm there. Okay. I'm fat. Of course I know what a fucking... <laughs> Ed, um, stay to me happy. Oh, Stadia. Stadia's gone. Stadia Stadia has gone. Oh, no, uh, me. Mike holds up a Stadia controller on camera. Oh, no, son, me. Yes. Uh, I... I got. I can't remember. I, what do you remember? What I got it through? It was some offer, and I told you how to get it as well. Was it through Spotify? I can't remember. Yeah, it might. Have been. Uh, no, it, no was, it was YouTube it was, Premium. It was YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube Premium. So they offered yeah. like the Chromecast 4K and a Stadia controller. I wanted it just for the 4K, really. Yeah, but I did use Stadia for a bit. I actually purchased one game on Stadia because when you when you what was it when you put in five pounds they give you a free ten pounds or something yeah so you had 15 pounds credit total I bought a game I think I bought the crew or the crew 2 a driving game it was horrible (laughs) I bought uh, Trials Uprising was that the latest Trials um, because I I used to like Trials. Yeah, I used to. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love that too. <gasps> uh, well, we should totally look out for them when they're on offer on Steam. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, Uprising is not great. I've got to be no, honest. It's a bit too um, much. The simpler ones were better. Yeah, yeah, Uprising is trying to be a bit more real. Um, but anyway, uh, I played it. And honestly, I had no problems with controller. I had no problem with, uh, with latency at all. But um, I think the problem is, as everyone said, it's the library because um, I guess because Xbox were trying to do their own thing, Nvidia were trying to do their own thing, and they um, they can get their 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 labels, I guess you know the the and their publishers, so they weren't really left with a lot. Um, And yeah, it's just it was just a forgettable thing, really. Um, yeah, it's good that they tried it. The one thing people were wondering is about controller support. What's going to happen with these controllers? Are they going to be? Uh, <laughs> they're going to become landfill. So uh, Google, uh, they did release a firmware update to allow Bluetooth support, 
which I find fucking ridiculous, really. It's like, you mean there was Bluetooth in this all along and you never fucking used it? Um, <laughs> because that would have been that would have been an incentive to go. You get the controller, but you can also use it on PC, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the controller, I was looking forward to it because I quite like the feel of the controller. Um, but it doesn't... It doesn't support when it's on Bluetooth. It doesn't support vibrate. Um, it only does it oh. when it's wired. Yeah, oh, okay. if you, you play you play a game wired on Steam or something with a Stadia controller, you get vibrate. If you play it on Bluetooth, it doesn't have it. Right. Um, I. Um, it's not all completely gone. I mean, if you like, if you've bought a Stadia and you're a retro gamer or something, you set it up with RetroArch, then you're sorted. What's that? Sorry, the Chromecast? No, the uh, Stadia controller. So, oh. um, just a, just a suggestion. It, it would be good, like if you've got like a you know you, you're doing a little gaming setup project with a Raspberry Pi, retro, oh, yeah, yeah. Like that. It's, it's it's it will be of use, and it's definitely. not just landfill. No, no, no. It's, and you know, it's a good controller. It's a really mm-hmm. comfortable controller. Um, my experience is, uh, I said I played the Crew Two and it was shit. Not latency, nothing like that. I just I wanted to test it out to see what the quality was like. I found their marketing very misleading with regards to 4K60, sort of the way that that's interpreted by the user. The resolution might be 4K, and it might run at 60 frames most of the time, but the amount of visual artefacts, like we were talking about, we'll be talking about in a future uh, hot topic. Compression. Compression artefacts, yes. Um, And those were paramount in my playing <laughs> just look because of course in the crew well in any racing game there's quite a bit of sky right above the car and it's taken ages for the algorithm to work out what when's a cloud coming up and like when you do a jump okay shit now the now there's no sky it's all road and it was just not the best anyway my main issue with the game is that it was quite unplayable because in that game you change between a car into a plane into a boat and the controls <laughs> They were fucked, <laughs> like properly. Like you, you had to. Uh, well, I can't remember the exact control combinations, but you just got to believe me. It was horrible with no configuration, like a console. They didn't, they didn't allow you to reconfigure the buttons at all. So you just had to live with it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go upstairs and play a better game on my computer, uh, or at least a better setup game on my computer. Um, the one good use case that I thought, because it was a question that I asked myself and many others uh, asked themselves, why? Why should I do this instead of buying a local console, especially when really, I mean, even spending 300 to 500 quid on a console, if you're a gamer, that's not the end of the world, right? You could even finance one of those. I mean, people pay double that for a mobile phone every year. So what you, uh, half of that for a console that you're going to spend hours playing and it's going to bring you so much joy really isn't the biggest expenditure. But my colleague that I used to work with was actually Australian. And he had to go back to Australia and come back relatively frequently. He wanted to get back into gaming again and was asking me what I thought the best system would be for him because he didn't want to buy a big playstation pc or anything like that because he didn't want to obviously try and get that back to australia when he moved back to australia it would cost so much money to transport the thing back so um in this circumstance he can go on his phone his tv or whatever cast stadia to it wherever country he is in with no shipping costs really well apart from the controller and it was I was a bit annoyed with myself 
that that was my solution. He could have had a laptop or something like that, but he's a businessman. You know, he's a, he's a, he what it is a relatively older businessman who used this in conference rooms. You don't want an RGB Legion laptop in front of you glowing like a bloody briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Second Pulp Fiction reference. Um, so it was, and if you get like a laptop that's modest looking but does have a dedicated GPU, it usually thermal throttles pretty okay, like pretty early on. Sorry, so to get. Anyway, it was it, for me, that was like, okay, actually, this is a good use case for Google Stadia, right? Anyway, he didn't fucking buy it. He didn't play games at all. Um, but yeah, well, that sorry, was... Sorry, bro. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Stadia's gone. It ended. By the way, yeah. that's the reason why we're fucking talking about it. It's yeah. finished. Done. Make sure you update your controllers before they remove that update. They're carrying on throughout the year. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, until 2024. Yeah. Did you watch a show called The Traitor's Ed? Um... Uh, what it's it was out in January. No, I don't I haven't. I don't think I've watched much BBC stuff in January. I, I haven't got a TV license. The article literally says, uh, "Well, Kate wrote it." The traitors, big January BBC show in brackets. Apparently, amazing. We haven't watched it, but Ed might have. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, I've not watched it. Should we, okay. should we? It's apparently amazing. Let's, uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to google yeah, this quickly. Yeah, you have a look. Uh, I haven't got a television license, so. <laughs> oh my fucking god. What? It's a reality show hosted by Claudia Winkleman. Um, right. I mean, not I, Winkleman, Winkleman. Um, I, I do like Claudia Winkleman. Get them before they get you. 22 strangers, one castle, 120k. Claudia Winkleman hosts the ultimate reality game of trust and treachery. Is it a bit like. Uh, it sounds like a murder mystery type thing. I might give it a go, actually. I might actually give it a go. Good. Listener, um, you should give it a go too. I'm not. I don't have a television license. I'm going to download it illegally. No, I'm not. I'm joking. Oh, don't come for me. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, what we're saying is don't download illegally. Piracy is bad. Support the creators, even if yes. they are, you know, paedophilic supporters. Right. What? The BBC. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what? The BBC. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I get, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> not Claudia uh, Winkleman, she's lovely. I'm <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> I'm just thinking in my head. Probably going to cut all this out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking shit show. <gasps> uh, Hogwarts Legacy, Ed. Oh fuck, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's get this out in the air. I've pre-ordered the game. Do you hate me? Uh, probably. I mean, the way I just said, do you hate me, is enough alone for you to hate me now. It, um, no, it, dep- it depends on your ethical viewpoint. Um, you, you, for, you will probably be thinking that there are people out there who like uh, Harry Potter. Uh, they want to, um, you know, they want to develop and write a game. Uh, I know that she who must not be named uh, J.K. Rowling. Um, I know that she. Um, I like the way I had to say it, J.K. Rowling. A fucking partridge moment there. Um, but I know that she's had no creative input in it, and you'll be there going, "You like Harry Potter, you know? That was proper. You know, that was proper. You probably grew up with it. I would have thought. I did. Yes. Um, yeah. And um, 
so it's 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 part of your childhood and you want to be immersed in that experience mm. unfortunately she holds the rights to it so she yes she will get a cut of the sales she will and lots of people are boycotting it for that reason because um they don't like her viewpoint um on uh certain <laughs> certain um well people's rights let's be honest um i don't i don't think i'd get it um i don't want to but i can understand why you would want to and i wouldn't judge you for that reason Mm. um it's it and i i you know it it is annoying that there are probably people out there listening to this going i can't believe mike's pre-ordered that fucking game after what that cunt said uh etc etc um if you want to play it play it you know you know what you know what baggage comes with that um and you if you're fine with it you're fine with it i don't i don't think people should take you know judge you judge who you are based upon a game you want to play um there are people out there who probably still watch roman polanski films for fuck's sake so (laughs) the thing my point of view is that um everyone's evil was that was that an irish drink is that an Irish drink? No, this is um, this is from uh, this is Fago. It's a oh, um, I thought it was Tato. <laughs> no, Tato drinks. It's a it's a red cola drink, uh, and it's uh, from Michigan, uh, courtesy of uh, Christine Graham Chapman's mum, who sent um, Flora and I some uh, American treats. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think everyone's evil, right? If we were to avoid everyone who's ever said or had anything to do or had fingers in any project ever i don't think there would be many games music or anything left um people are fucking stupid sometimes not um keeping their mouths closed when they should be not thinking about the fact that actually you hold uh rather like we were just saying with joe rogan really you have such power as an influencer that you really need to be careful what you say and even if you do think or feel some ways maybe actually you just fucking shouldn't say it because you're going to influence millions of people um it's like that um that famous spider-man quote isn't it spider-man yeah you know um go web go no um sorry with great power comes great responsibility you could go back though look at uh ren and stimpy so uh john keg who created ren and stimpy he's uh been known for abuse and such well not abuse uh what's what's the word uh basically being very inappropriate let's just say that um sexual assault um and uh they you know they they still show uh ren and stimpy on nickelodeon to this day yeah i think they actually rebooted it but i I know he's got no creative control over it i don't think he even owns the rights to it anymore but um it's still keeping that going earthworm jim uh earthworm jim um people because people like what they created um you have to judge on where that line is um and i have you know i've made my opinion on where that line is i don't want to play it uh like hogwarts legacy um, but you've decided where your line is and you you feel it's okay to do that because it's part of your childhood and you shouldn't be knocked for that oh well, actually i am opening it up to um and i do appreciate you giving me an out there ed um mm. but i am saying actually generally uh like things like um even fucking graham linehan like 
fucking so many series that he's put together that have been some of the best. And I, I will fucking watch I'm Alan Partridge till the fucking cows come home. Um, yeah. uh, Father um, Ted for me. Yeah, yeah. And I think if, honestly, if you were to look back at some of your favorite, you're watching this now and you're thinking, oh shit, you know, um, that game I like, uh, the Resident Evil franchise or whatever, I'd, uh, whatever it might be. I bet you, if you were to look at every single developer, artist, and designer that worked on that game that has fingers in that pie, if you're telling me that every one of those people hasn't done something wrong, whether it be saying something on the internet that they're regretful of, or obviously much worse things. Man, if you were to trim everyone down, you're going to have such a small list of things to do with your life. I'm not saying that that makes them okay and that they should just carry on and do whatever they want. And they, those guys need to be, or girls, guys and girls, need to be called out and they do need to be reprimanded for what they've said and either apologise, stop, uh, go to jail, whatever it is that they've done. Um, but I don't think that that should harm the creation that a group of people have worked together. Don't forget, like, yeah, sure, Graham Linehan invented all these beautiful series that we know and love, but so many other writers, creative direction and characters go into those, and it's the sum of those parts that make games, music and movies and series or whatever it is that we like. Um, full stop. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. What I want to end this with, though, is there are many out of you out there who like Harry Potter or grew up with Harry Potter, and they would like to know what the game is like, but they don't want to buy it. Well, you have the right opportunity here, because Mike's <laughs> hit the bullet for you. He's bought the game, and he's going to stream it. So you can watch it, and you don't have to pay a penny towards that. Not only that... <laughs> I'm going to be streaming us. it. <laughs> I'm going to be streaming it six days after this comes out. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be streaming it on the seventh of February, which is actually three days before it comes out, because I got a super early pass and it releases 72 hours pre before the release date of the game. So Mike actually, Mike actually spoke to me about this and said, "Look, well, I've got this. I've got. I'm going to buy the game. I want to stream it." And he did ask me. He asked me. He said. Are you all right if I stream this? Because <laughs> he knows I'm, I'm I'm funny with this shit, and I'm like, Mike, it's your channel too. Uh, y- you know, you do what you want. Um, yeah. So, so uh, I'm not. I'm, I sound like I'm, I'm. I sound like I'm clearing myself out of this. You know, <laughs> go, I've got nothing to do with this. It's all Mike's idea. I'm no, hands off. Said, I'm hands know, off. It's, it's it's. I don't care. You know, whatever. Basically, um, on the 7th and 8th of February, I'm going to be doing marathon streams of this game. Um, I'm thinking 12 hours a day. We'll see. It depends. I mean, the game could be fucking shit. <laughs> I hope it's not. Um, but there you go, everyone. There's my plug. We're moving on. Uh, okay. We're really getting serious now. Uh, Alex Bolden <laughs> has been uh, actually uh, convicted of manslaughter now. Um, I hate this. Yeah, me too, man. And I hope we have a good little debate about it. So apparently, uh, it's because not only was he the actor, but he was also the director of the film that he was producing. And because of that, the director is in charge of all of the goings on and is basically the boss of the machine that is a production. Um, And that means because he wasn't in charge of the gun or the props guy or whatever, then... He was not doing his job properly, and that's why he's been reprimanded for that. What say you, Ed? 
honestly, and this is going to sound awful, but um, there are people that are are trained to do this. Uh, it's 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 a task that, that, that people have to do in film, and they are trained and qualified to do this. Alec Baldwin is not trained and qualified to do this. He has basically said, "Okay, you have the experience." Um, you you have uh, the, the, the you know the necessary guidelines there. Uh, you know that, so I don't have to. Otherwise, Alec Baldwin would be you know doing it himself. Um, the the guy must be horrified after what happened, um, and I think it's unfair. Um, there's he should not be you know if it's gross negligence, I don't know, but I'm assuming that's what it's what it's down to. He. <laughs> I can see where they're coming from, but it doesn't feel right. It feels like there's someone there who who has the expertise and is, he's the person that was is paid to do that safely. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a shame. It is. I wouldn't like to be him. And everyone's going, "Oh, it's right. He's got loads of money." He killed a person. He's going to be with him for the rest of his fucking life. Yeah, um, I'm. I, I, I'm. My feelings are with you. I think are very similar. Um, I think. Yeah, if you were to, if the trolley boy at Asda was to ram a trolley into your car on purpose and cause significant damage you know the airbags went off so then all the you know interior is dead and that means you need a new interior and that out costs the warrant of the vehicle repair who gets in trouble then would it be yeah would yeah. that it would be asda that paid for the car right yeah yeah they would have paid for the car but yeah the guy probably would have been so, he would have been fired, yeah. And as is yeah. this guy, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Oh, he's still working. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I just, I just feel that the the responsibility is there. It's like you know, you don't expect a director to know how to. I don't know. Let's say he's not going. He's not going to sit down and. This is completely irrelevant to the fact that this is someone's life, but he's not going to go there and start like creating and rendering the cgi um you know he's not going to be there adjusting you know the the, the sound uh so so it's so it's optimal or for the scene he, i mean you know the the cameras you have a cinematographer for that i mean cinematographers are completely underrated in most films anyway they do more than a director visually as far as i'm concerned but i'm yeah. going off piece um the point is there are people who have responsibilities he chooses them based on their responsibilities and qualifications and these people should uh, be accountable for um, what they have control over. Yes, mm. I'm sure he should be made accountable for it, but he shouldn't be charged from. Yeah, it's it's just wrong. Um, there's something seriously yeah. not quite right there. Yeah, um, I'm with you. It's all awful. Maybe we should just stop fucking using guns. Are we at an age now where we can say, you know what, we can do that in post? Um, make it safer think about that i think um, like the the problem is i am just to clarify uh, I'm, I'm with you with regards to the director and production team hire a group of people a props guy in this circumstance a firearms expert maybe because that's what their specialist is that's what their specialist is <laughs> their speciality is so 
you know, it might be... Well, you just said about camera people, right? Like, so, you're a director and you hire a camera operator or a cinematographer to come and film. Why have you done that? Because you don't know how to do it. Because they're better at it than you are. Uh, because they know the gear to get for the particular scene, what the lighting should look like and everything. And actually, as a director, you're looking at the framing, making sure the timings all happen together. But... What if I came? What if I hired an electrician to come and fix a, fit a light switch in my house? Uh, and it, you know it's metal; it's not earthed properly or something. You turned up at my house and you flicked that light switch. You got electric shock. You died. Okay, so in this scenario, though, Ed, you're saying that as a customer, in which point you're saying that the viewer he's of this he is effectively no, the, no, the, 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 you know, the customer the, of the film is the viewer. So that means no, we're all no, going to no. jail. No, they, 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 they outsource things and stuff like that. I honestly, yeah. after you talking about it, I feel that this is the production company covering their asses because they have liability for the people that they hire. Mm. Uh, they've got to sign it off. Uh, and they have, um, they're, they're terrified and they're, they're, they're pointing it. They're, they're putting all the lawyers at Baldwin. That's... It might, uh, yeah, they're definitely making an example. In fact, I think there has been something said that actually normally this sort of thing just sort of goes away or gets swept under the carpet, but the judge apparently was particularly harsh on him because of this circumstance and because they wanted to make people know that actually things like this need to be very important. You can't just get away with it, obviously, because things like this happen. I will, however, finish this off by saying... I can't find any information regarding any of the other production team, staff members, gun specialists, or props guys getting in trouble or having any getting in trouble. Naughty. Yeah, I know. Uh, or, you know, it might be that those guys are already on death row, <laughs> but the news is all focusing on Alec Baldwin right now. Um, yeah, but, we're basing it upon what we see, like on top level headlines. Um, yeah, but I mean, I've been looking. I've been looking, but you know, there's only so much you can find out. Yeah, we're we're not we're not we're not news persons. Um, we're, we're not news we're just, agents. We're just we're just two blokes with fuck all else to do than talk about crap. Yeah, we so, spent we spent too much money on microphones, and this is how we justify it. <laughs> we want to use the equipment. <laughs> Don't take our video down YouTube, right? Um, moving on to things. Uh, Hilaria Baldwin, a.k.a. Alec, Baldwin, Alec Baldwin's wife, uh, has, a, has a fake Spanish accent. Now, Kate told me about this earlier, and I was almost in disbelief, and then I looked into it. I put a little link there, a YouTube link for you, Ed, and I will dub that over for viewers and listeners as well. before I have a baby yeah, yeah. and then I stay active when I'm pregnant yeah. and it's, you know, I'm not trying to stay thin I'm just trying to keep my circulation going it's- what the fuck <laughs> okay I'm reading Wikipedia whilst listening to this and yeah, she just- moved to Spain in 2011 <laughs> so she was born in Boston she went to school in New York um, she's been married to Alec Baldwin for well since 2012 um and her because obviously this has been pulled up if you're on like tiktok or even youtube shorts or anything for any amount of time you're going to see videos like this pop up where um she's talking in a perfectly fine american accent and then suddenly she's spanish and then here she is preparing a cucumber and she forgets what the english word for cucumber is and it's like she's putting this on but also uh, her statement in this says that it's because she's bilingual 
and she genuinely sometimes gets sort of lost in translation between them. I don't. Yeah, she said it's as she she claims she was raised in a Spanish speaking household and she travelled to Spain annually. But the thing is, I when the it's problem weird. with that is when she's talking American, she's just like every other American, right? There's no weirdness, accent, or anything going on. Like yeah, Nick, Nico weird. Rosberg ha- is has an accent. As someone who's been flying around the fucking world for so long now, as a Formula One driver, but that doesn't mean he doesn't still have a German twang to him. It's not, and he he speaks he speaks very good English, but also, <laughs> you know, it's he, backwards. It's backwards. So most people say, um, uh, we, we talk, we say, you know, you, you, if you've removed away from a country, you you start to slowly adopt without even noticing the yeah. the, the dialect around you. Um, but then, if you go back home then suddenly it comes out stronger. Um, but the way she's doing it is backwards. You'd expect her to be more American, but occasionally slip into a bit of Spanish. Yeah, but yeah. it's the fucking other way around. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I think part of me, I think, think, because her name's also Hillary, but she calls herself Hilaria. Yeah. Uh, it's like Malaria, but slightly different. <laughs> um, the Hilariah. Hilariah. Uh. Hilariah Carey. Um, the... I, my take is that she's trying without I think she is she really wants to be the Spanish person but has too much American in her possibly she's trying I to think. She, she wants to be part of her heritage maybe yet again very very speculative no facts yeah. involved uh, you know do your own research and all that that's just what I'm getting from this whole experience is that she's an American woman who really wants to be Spanish whether that's her heritage and roots and country she's lived in for a long time or not sometimes I guess when if you're going on to a American talk show then you'd probably think okay these guys are all American so I'm going to appear to be a local if I'm a Spanish person then maybe they might not understand me as much or maybe i mean in some parts of america they simply might not even like you that much if you are a foreigner so maybe it would make sense to put on your american accent at that point but i think i don't know man it's so hard to judge so hard to judge and maybe we should yeah. maybe we should just let Apparently it this has been going on since around 2020 this thing so um yeah th- th- she's been accused on twitter great place of um, <laughs> impersonating a spanish person um and posted stuff like and they mentioned the whole cucumber thing uh and you know there's lots of questioning about cultural appropriation really but um you know you can't judge i just find it fucking weird i find it very backwards uh in in the way that the 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 dialect you know the the accent slips uh it's the complete opposite way around i'd expect yeah um but there we go who knows but that was that's an interesting thing isn't it an interesting thing what else is interesting is a dead space remake have you played it, Ed? No, I haven't. Isn't it? Is it just come out? Apparently, it's um, it's quite power, it's quite resource hungry from what I've read. Um, if you want to play it on four K, apparently, like the latest RTX forty series, they struggle with the fucking game. Oh, really? That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Is that because it's such a beautiful game, or because it's been optimized so terribly? That's the thing. No, it's just because it's just such a beautiful game. I mean, oh, you know, obviously, lovely. you've got you've, you've got the DLSS technology. Apparently, DLSS four is a bit yeah it's just 
it's just a bit downscaly. It doesn't look great from what okay. I've heard. Okay. Um, but um, if you've got that on, it'd run fine. But if you actually want to see it's all its pretty glory, you ain't going to get it in 4K. Okay. That's what I. That's what I read. I think this game. Uh, I haven't played it. And I haven't played the original. I watched the original being played back in the day, and it did seem pretty cool. Um, too scary for Michael. Just to be clear, I don't think I could happily play this game without shitting myself and doing it in half hour intervals. But I think this game, rather than going for the full 4K res, I would say OLED would probably be so good on this game because it's so dark and gloomy. Mm. Those really deep blacks would accentuate that colour palette, and actually, I think that would be better. A nice You've actually made me want to go back to Alien Isolation, though. <laughs> that was a good game, too, huh? Mm. Uh, I... No, I don't own that game, sorry. Uh, I own a different one, the Firefighters one. Fireteam Elite. Oh, that one. No, I, no, 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 I know which... I haven't played that one. I'd like to. But no. Um, anyway, uh, no, Dead Space, not played it. Um I've seen bits of because uh, then they they went off to like the PUBG developers and they did Callisto Protocol I think yes um, uh, which which does look nice but apparently that, is a bit janky oh really because that's supposed to be a yeah. spiritual successor is it not it's just, yeah which is weird when they developed it the idea is the de- the, 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 the the publisher they wanted it to be um, in the PUBG universe. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that works, but they want it to be like a, a space horror game, but set in the same universe as fucking player unknown battleground. So they're what? They're just killing some or enemies with frying pans or something. Not a fucking clue, but it didn't work, and so yeah, it just it was just a spiritual successor. Okay, and we are finishing up the media section with some tragedies. Uh, it's uh, there's you know a few times in which a celebrity death. Uh, really stops me in my tracks, puts me down or on my day or whatever like that. You know, Robin Williams was absolutely tragic for me. Same, um, same year as Rick Mail, fucking yeah, Rick Mail, yes. Mm. Um, you know, musicians as well. Uh, Jack Bruce, um, Dio. There's quite a lot of them where you know you stop for a moment. And indeed, this year, first thing what happened, Ken Block died in a snowmobile accident um, whilst he was on holiday uh, with his family. Um, And it's so weird, man. So weird to have someone that spent his whole life uh, just absolutely destroying tyres, doing things uh, so mental in cars, and then he gets taken down while having a leisurely drive out on his snowmobile with his family. Um, There's definitely something something wrong there, you know? It even fuck it, it even shook me a bit, and you know I'm not mm. much of a car guy, but I, um, I've always you know respected what he can fucking do. You may not necessarily have listened to much of uh, Jeff Beck's music, but I guarantee you, the people's music that you listen to definitely listened to Jeff Beck's music. <laughs> uh, very very influential guitar player. Um, when I listen to him, it very much reminds me of that Richie Blackmore sort of weird, bendy, sort of half-tremolo sort of guitar playing. Something really hard to recreate uh, that very few people can. Um, and even when they can, they can't do it as good. Um, so do Jeff Beck a favour and uh, maybe pop some on next time you're at work or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, because you can't go wrong, man. You can't go wrong. I remember when... Uh 
Loud Hailer came out, and um, the, the the beginning of, of that, I think it was The Revolution Would Be Televised, the first track of that, I, I, I just used to listen to that in the car all the fucking time. Oh, right. It just sounded so fucking good. There was um, one live gig he did, uh, Jeff Beck. It was in London, Jeff Beck. Live, my dad and I used to watch it all the time. I can't remember the fucking place it's called. Um, it's like a famous venue in America. I know someone listening is already shouting it at their uh, screen or whatever. <laughs> um, Ronnie Scott's live at Ronnie Scott's. Uh, it's a lovely yeah. little club. Um, you know the kind. You know in the mask. The film The Mask, where they sit down and they've got those little tables with the lamps on. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I'd love to go there. Um, yeah. But I should imagine such an intimate gig will probably be uh, expensive no matter what act you go to see. But that, Jeff, is on YouTube. You can watch it all. Jeff Beck live at the uh, Ronnie Scott's. I suggest you give that a little watch. You watch. Those are the two that struck me this month and both really fucking early on as well, man. Um, I hope that's it for the year now and we can keep everyone intact. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the news. That's it. We've done the media. Well done. Episode one, we are approximately 55 minutes in. (laughs) We start off with Meghan Markle. I put in brackets, book TV show Clarkson. Sorry, Meghan Markle slash Harry. Book TV show Clarkson. Uh, Harry released a book. They had a TV show where they referred to each other as H and M. Not a brand deal, I'm sure. And Clarkson... I'm fucking out. <laughs> and Clarkson, uh, Jeremy Clarkson, wrote a column about Meghan Markle in which he said she should be strolled th- naked through the city and people throw shit at her. Oh, that's right. They had a Game of Thrones shame and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay, I mean, just to clarify before we kick off, I have absolutely no care, um, positive or negative, <laughs> for Meghan and Harry. Uh, I appreciate Harry for being part of the royal family, and I do like the royal family uh, more than just as a, an amusement park for tourists. I do like the, you know, the whole history of the country as a very patriotic Englishman. I don't care who he marries, what colour she is, or anything. Um, I'm sure they have a lovely relationship. It is weird to me that they said we're going to not be in the royal family because we don't want to be in the spotlight all the time, but then also make a book and a TV show. It's weird, but people change their minds. Let them do it. You know, it's fine. It's okay. Chill out, guys. Uh, Yeah, and even though I am a massive super fan of Jeremy Clarkson, I do think he was fucking really stupid when he fucking wrote that. Um, And I think many people do and that's why he because jeremy clarkson let me tell you doesn't normally retract or say sorry for things that he says <laughs> unless he knows he's actually done something wrong especially i think actually james may was trending today because he was on the radio for today where they questioned him about it and he said yeah that was stupid uh, and even said it was creepy um so when your mates and fans are saying that was probably uh, you know it's one of those things, isn't it, Ed? It's like the we were talking about cancel culture and comedy. It's like if you don't like South Park and you find it offensive, you don't watch South Park. So if you don't like Megan, whether it's the relationship with her, her affiliation with the royal family, her acting, whatever it is, then just just don't don't do it. That's what I do. I mean, I, I don't dislike her actively. I just don't care. <laughs> it's not on my radar, you know. So Edward, 
as a royalist yeah how are you doing what do you think i fucking hate the monarchy (laughs) um there we are i think it's as you said you know it's a nice rich part of history and you're right you are right it should and it should be fucking history it's it's outdated (laughs) it's fucking disgusting don't get me wrong i'm sure you know i i think that yeah queen elizabeth did a fair bit for the country but uh then uh also you know (laughs) that's there's a couple of bits, but I mean, look at the fucking state of them. I mean, you know, one of the sudden they're, they're trying to cover up with thousands of dollars of, well, you know where I'm going with that. Um, millions probably. Um, but it, it's just, there's, there's shit there that we don't see. Um, and the reason is, is because it's supposed to be an ideology. Uh, that's what they, they, they represent. Um, they represent something to look up to, um, an ideology. Um, and, uh, it's it's just fucking wrong and we you know then we have a head of state assigned to us um by birthright how fucking outdated is that you know if you really think about it it does sound like something from game of thrones that bit um the um Uh, sorry what did you say then a head of state who is you know who, who is assigned by birthright um you know we don't we don't elect them we don't have a presidency um oh okay so I, the queen's or the king should i say is a dictator well not completely no because we do have a government but he still does have uh have a say over over our country um and that i just think is ridiculous and now the problem is is because of the importance of it a lot of a lot of it is most likely hidden and the fact that you have someone like like harry and Megan talking about it, and as much as people go, oh yeah, Megan's probably pulling all the strings, trying to get the money. That's because that's what that's just that's people making noise and making assumptions. But also the other side, you know, if you believe what they say, it could be assumptions. It's not the way to deal with a situation. But um, if anything, um, I think you know, don't take anything as gospel from it. It's a fucking book. It's on a fucking Netflix fucking documentary for crying out loud. Um, it's not exactly going to be completely factual. It's going to be um, uh, directed and edited pretty well to try and, pull, you know, pull whatever they can to uh, to make money, uh, which is not right at all. Um, but you've got to question what, you know, what kind of, I think it's just time we fucking move on, personally. Um, you know, it's, there's quite a disagreement in this house, actually, because um, Flora, like you, she's she's a royalist. Um, she uh, she's she knows quite a lot about like the history of the royal family and such. Um, but I I don't I don't like it, um, and I can probably believe that you know as you said you know they have their people in the media who are trying to portray them as baddies um uh but that's because that's what people want to believe you know people want to believe that it's full of shit um either way i'm sure the book's shit the program's shit um uh they're they're all just people and uh they can all fuck up Okay, How's next that? article. How's that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh, it sounds like uh, we're both actually weirdly in the same boat. Except I don't care and quite like the royal family, and you don't care but don't like the royal family. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think it's just another bit of awareness. 
um, that, uh, you know, and it's nice for them because uh, everyone's not talking about Andrew for a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Um, and you know what? Even though I do like the idea of the royal family um, and everything like that, there is, of course, a massive bastardization of the institution because of the uh, Prince Andrew stuff and indeed this sort of stuff as well. Um, they're supposed oh, Charles, to be... Charles being Bessie makes with Jimmy Savile as well. It's a good one, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, mm. The thing is, like, they're supposed to be this sort of completely unattainable class uh, uh, an image of what you should be you know do you get what i'm trying to say yeah it's an aspiration isn't it kind of it is yeah and, and now like there's doubts about that and when there's doubt there's just like oh well actually you know um that doesn't look like a good place to be in anyway moving on uh actually ed this is your article please fire away Oh, God, I forgot about this. This is probably the first thing I fucking wrote in. It was. Um, so this this is technically from December. Um, but um, I just... Right, okay, I'm going to read this. Right, imagine your phone goes off and it's from your dentist. Uh, so your dentist from your doctors, sorry. So your phone goes off and you get a message from your doctor. And it goes, from the forwarded letters at CMP, blah, 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 has asked for you to do a DS-1500 for the above patient. Diagnosis, aggressive lung cancer with metastasis. Thanks. No reply text at nhs.net. <laughs> okay. Imagine yeah. that. Then you're there thinking, fuck me. What the hell? You know, I only went in for, a, you know, a blood test for... Yeah. Or whatever. Or I only wanted antibiotics. Um, <laughs> so you're panicking. And then beep, beep, your phone goes off again. And it says... Please accept our sincere apologies for the previous text message sent. This has been sent in error. Our message to you should have read, We wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. In case of emergency, please contact NHS 111. Um, I'd be phoning 111 and going, Can I have some Xanax, please? Uh, I need to chill yeah. out for a second. <laughs> exactly. This happened at uh, a medical practice in Doncaster. They ended up sending completely the wrong text when all they wanted to do was wish people a Merry fucking Christmas on the 23rd of December. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's the uh, issue with having systems that can send out texts on mass, isn't it? And maybe not having yeah. the correct people operating them to eight thousand patients who then uh, the day after Boxing Day were constantly trying to ring and jammed up the uh, the doctor's phone lines. Great. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. See yeah. That. Uh, one thing I will say, I can't see it noted here how long, how much time there is between the two texts. It yes, says, it does not say. It doesn't um, say, and the times aren't in the screenshot. Yeah. Um, I want to know if it was like, you know, seconds, minutes, hours, days. Um, it just says shortly, I think. Yeah, but, I know. It's, 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 I think it was the same day. It was the same day, but yeah. fucking hell, you'd still be, oh, you'd yeah. still brick it, wouldn't you? Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, no, people were trying to ring up our, because no, this was the 23rd of December. Yeah. Uh, the 24th was a Saturday, I think. So yes, um, they yeah. they couldn't get hold of their surgery until uh, the day after Boxing Day, as I said. I think, was it? No, there was a bank holiday weekend. It was quite a fucking long one. So they had to wait days to get hold of them and uh, no one was answering. Yeah. Uh, great. I'd hate to be the person that sorts through those messages when you get back in the office. A mess. 
Moving on there to the go. next one. Uh, Boris assassination, question mark. Um, it's in the news today that Boris Johnson has said that uh, Vladimir Putin basically threatened him. Uh, he said that Vladimir Putin claimed he could have sent a missile to hit Britain within a minute in a call shortly before the invasion of Ukraine. Um, the thing is, I'm going to go ahead and say that Boris Johnson probably said that, and you know what? Maybe even Vlad said that as well. But um, the news I've, is... Yeah, but go on. The news is blowing this out of proportion and saying it's a death threat. Oh, they fucking are. Yeah. I even read this on BBC News and it felt like a fucking tabloid headline. Yeah. So I read that and it went, Boris Johnson says Putin threatened him with a missile strike. So yeah. um, that that's the way it is. But then he tried to say it was during peace talks. And, jo- uh, he, and Johnson said, he threatened me at one point. He said, Boris, I don't want to hurt you, but uh, hurt you. But with a missile, it would only take a minute or something like that. Jolly. <laughs> uh, but I think from the very relaxed tone he was taking, the sort of air of detachment he seemed to have, he was just playing along with my attempts to get him to negotiate. So basically, it's it's power control banter. Yeah. Uh, is is the best well, way of explaining it. Yeah, it's a bit of bants. It's a bit of poker face. Yeah, um, effectively. And uh, but the way the headlines have done it, everyone's like, "Fuck me! Oh my god!" Um, so yeah. Um, it's. I think it's a ridiculous. I don't know if it's a ridiculous thing for Boris Johnson to say, or if it's a ridiculous thing for the the media to to put out there. I think it's both. Personally, yeah. that's not the kind of thing because this was a bit of as awful as it sounds. It's a bit of to in and froing about a missile. <laughs> oh, jolly! Um, but it's. I don't. Yeah. I, I would like to know for science. And just to clarify, I'm not insinuating hate. <laughs> but for science, science, I would love to know if they could get a missile from Russia to Downing Street without any defensive stuff kicking off or anything like that, taking the missile out before it hit. Because you, you see all these rumours about the White House in America having all these anti-aircraft-like things on top of it and all these sort of automatic defences and everything like that. I wonder. Surely, there's got to be, hasn't there? I want the t- I want the, the like the top of it to open up, like yeah, fucking thund- Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Ed, it's another one of yours. Toxic in oh, the church. It? Yeah. Okay. So um, th- this one, I I quite like and hate at the same time. Sandy Toxvig. Whether you you love her or hate her, you've got to admit she's done a lot of uh, she's done a lot for gay representation uh, in uh, in the media. Possibly like one of the earliest uh, out people who who you know was like a, a television host for the BBC. Uh, wonderful person, um, um, but there's a lot of stuff uh, going on about uh, with the Church of England and uh, how. Um, I'm just trying to I'm trying to get this right. Um, uh, so yeah, basically, it's about uh, the church and how gay sex is a sin. And there's a lovely Twitter video that hopefully Mike can put in, if that's okay. Hello there. Well, yesterday I went to have coffee, uh, tea actually, with the Archbishop of Canterbury. Not a sentence I thought would ever come out of my mouth. 
We had agreed to such an unusual meeting following my public expression of distress last year when Justin, the Archbishop, reaffirmed the validity of a 1998 declaration by the Church that gay sex is a sin. Given the state of the world, I felt all the many bishops might have better things to talk about. Anyway, from our very calm and considered conversation yesterday, it is very clear that the State Church of England and the society it purports to represent are not remotely in step. Justin was keen for me to see that they are moving forward, but conceded that any progress as I would see it, if it happens at all, will be glacial. It was very clear that opposing factions of the worldwide Anglican Communion are being in part held together at the expense of the human rights of the LGBT plus community. It's not okay. And I said so. I asked Justin if he could just come out. I don't mean make a surprise announcement about his sexuality, but come out as a gay ally. Basically, to come out for love. Love for all, without exceptions, and not the current Orwellian position where it would seem we are all created equal, but some are more equal than others. I hope that will happen, but I do not intend to wait upon the church. In the next few weeks, I will be reaching out to the LGBT plus community and all our allies to see what can be done. The present position is untenable. In the meantime, please, let's all come out for love. Basically, she's telling them, telling them that, you know, there are people who, you know, within the Church of England um, uh, who are gay and they will not come out as gay because it is a sin and he she's basically asking them just to come out for love because you know that's that's what it is in in the end of the day and it's ridiculous that once again uh i understand why people have a religion um and i'm not going to ever knock anybody for their religious beliefs but also you know there's respect isn't there um and fair play to her i mean she is treating it she understands that you know that the, the, the respect of religious belief but she's also pointing out the flaws in it on how how is love a sin um, yeah yeah i mean yeah. i i honestly uh, i'm not uh well versed in either subject to be fair what i will say is my views are that you should be able to literally love and consensually do whatever you want with whoever you want uh, regardless of you know whatever they've got going on downstairs or upstairs um put your wee wee where you want put your foo foo where you want uh, i don't really think i guess the problem is the the problem is because you can you can have gay marriage now right um that's been a thing for ages hasn't it yeah but not 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 in a church uh, not yeah you can't you, you can't have a religious ceremony uh okay. so you can be married but you cannot have the, the 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 religious ceremony part of a marriage in the church okay um so um okay yeah it's i mean i under I, I understand that there are probably some uh, gay people that would like a religious ceremony, I guess. Is that the only thing to be won here? Yeah, basically that's it. People who who have faith, um, and it's the 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 they're being able to come out as you know. As oh, who because they are. there's oppression on those people from a young age. I mean, yeah, and there are people higher up in the Church of England 
who are gay, but yeah. they will not say that they are gay because they're not allowed to be. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Even though stereotypically, they're also nonces, right? Um, no, that's different. That's that's the other church. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> let's not <laughs> right come on moving on ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, misinformation how are you she's a good lass uh, Rishi Sunak wants all pupils to study maths to the age of 18 um yeah I mean that's fucking bullshit isn't it Simon Pegg did a video on that that was good that was probably the best thing to come out of the uh, thing I thought it was shit yeah <laughs> I, 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 I mean I think I learned enough maths in school you know what i mean like adding subtracting multiplication division fractions those are all things i use fairly regularly algebra uh no that's the one that comes to mind immediately i'm pretty sure there was more than just algebra that was useless either way i'm confident that i can get through my life as i am equipped as the millions of people uh, at least in the english uh, educational system have existed to get through the educational system up to this point without uh, fizzing away and dying of brain rot uh, because they didn't have an extra two years of maths going on. Um, yeah, I mean, as always, there are some extremists that have taken this fuck off, Rishi, and uh, they've gone so far as to say, this is oppression, and trying to get them to turn us into computers so we could just do more number crunching for the machine, man. Like, chill out. It's not that bad. Um, but, oh, Ed's looking at me like it's that bad. <laughs> no, and I agree with you um, to that point where everyone jumps up and down and goes, look, I'm really fucking said that wrong. You know, it's yeah. like you, you take one little thing that you said and then it becomes a big thing in the fucking news. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's focus on uh, what he has actually put in place, not something he's just briefly mentioned that he would yeah. like to put in place. Exactly. Um, it's not it's not gonna fucking happen it'd be fucking ridiculous yeah. i agree uh to a point where as long as you can count the change in your pocket um, but actually yeah. i've got none um so yeah. i'm sorted but um there are there are so many different things out there that people basically to the age of 18 like you get that point where you leave school and then the age of 18 you can you should you should then be able to focus on what you feel that you're best best qualities are and go that way um there are people mm. out there who struggle seriously with maths and they you know it's it's that that, that that's because of the you know their, their capacity to, to to learn that subject and mm. i don't see why they should keep struggling for another two years yeah. when they could be learning other things that they can do to benefit themselves and others so yeah, yeah. it's stupid and, and people yeah. taking it out of proportion yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and I, I i feel like you touched on it there as well uh, and just finish this off by saying uh you're absolutely right there are people out there that find it hard to process numbers generally um but also there's like people that are dyslexic and dyspraxic and things like this that you're literally singling them out these people those yeah. dyslexic dyspraxic people have minds that are so good at other things creative stuff arts music video game development story writing and you're gonna put them in this box and waste their time and the country's money forcing them to do something which is fucking useless to start off with or at least beyond what is compulsory already uh yeah 
I think that's ridiculous. Uh, you know what else is ridiculous, Ed? Not wearing a seatbelt in the back of a car whilst you're doing a live uh, broadcast on Twitter. Oh, imagine that. You wouldn't do such a fucking thing, would you? Don't worry. Here's a quick clip of Rishi not wearing a seatbelt in a car. One of my New Year's promises to you was to grow the economy. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, he's not wearing a seatbelt. Supposedly, uh, he's actually been done as well. Oh, fucking hell. Rishi. Rishi. Oh, classic Sunak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's, um... Yeah, let me just get the facts on this, because I was over the ruddy moon. Passengers caught failing to wear a seatbelt uh, when one is available can be fined £100. Uh, this can increase to £500 if the cases go to court. Ed, can you beatbox while I just have a quick browse, please? Mike's having a search. Mike's searching now. Mike's doing a search. Having a search right now. Soon I had a seatbelt off, but what happened next? Did he get a little finer slap on the wrist? Okay, uh, following the circulation of a video on social media showing an individual failing to wear a seatbelt while a passenger in a moving car in Lancashire, we have today, Friday, January 20th, issued a 42-year-old man from London with a conditional offer of fixed penalty. That's not a yes. That's not a no. Um, That's a no, isn't it? Is he 42? Basically, set of fucking examples. Fucking hell. Right. Cool. Right. And that is the news done. We're going into the odds and sods, Ed. Oh, just a couple of items for you today, Edward. Uh, what buying slash selling platforms do you use? Buy- um, you mean like, th- you know, pre-owned or? By this, I mean... If you were going to buy, I don't know, a uh, new DualShock 4 controller, uh, where would you go to to look for that? What, brand new? Sure. Brand new? I'd probably the first place I'd go is Amazon. Second hand? Facebook Marketplace. I normally Good. go there because I want to find somewhere close and I can pick it up straight away because I'm impatient. I don't want to wait up for eBay prices and things. Yeah. So do you, you don't use eBay much at all then, really, if you use Amazon for new and Facebook for second hand. But that's, no, t- that's a use, tech product, isn't it? So Yeah, I, I use Amazon because I you know, because uh we've the household's got Prime. Um and that means I can probably get it the next day or today by ten PM. Uh and I use Facebook marketplace because I don't have to fucking wait. Yeah. yeah. I'm impatient. Okay. So what about if you were selling something? Once again, Facebook Marketplace. Um, okay. It's easier normally because a lot of the time you can avoid having to post something. Someone just comes along, picks it up. What about if the thing that you had was worth something? So it was like a rare game that was worth a couple hundred quid. Yeah, I'd probably use eBay. Okay. And with that, you then pay 10% to eBay, but expose your wider audience, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My thoughts, pretty much exactly, except uh, not at all. Actually, that was a lie. Um, I okay. I don't use Amazon at all. I don't want to give. Right. Je- I don't want to give Jeff Bezos my pezos. Okay. Um, 
it's just a thing, man. I've I've used it twice in my life. Both times the order's just fucking gone wrong. I find that the website, the way that you organise and set up your uh, like settings and everything, is just unintuitive. It looks bland. There's no dark mode. Um, you know, there's I these agree sort of there. things. Yeah. Uh, but do you like, know what annoys me about it now? What annoys me about it now is uh, the reason I used to do it is because I go, at least I won't get those fake cheap, you know, Chinese knockoff stuff on Amazon. I'm not using eBay, but it's all over fucking Amazon now. Yeah, yeah. And the people, people use the same listing for their product and they change the product over and over again. So it looks uh, like you get a five star review for the item, but they've just replaced the item on top of it. They've renamed uh, it, changed the labeling. If you go through the reviews, like you're looking at, say, uh, um, a lamp. And you go and everyone, you know, you're thinking, oh, that was going to be good. And then you'd like, you scroll down and like, it's people were actually bought a bag of paper clips. Oh, shit. Um, okay. Sorry. I thought you meant like they have a DualShock 4 controller. They get the stuff for that and then they replace the ad with the fake DS4 one. But it's even more stupid than that. Yeah. They recycle okay. their, yeah. Uh, their, their listings. Okay. I mean, I use eBay almost for everything. I will definitely go there at least first initially for car parts. Um, but this being said, I don't buy necessarily cheap stuff from eBay. You are right. It does have almost have a bit of a buzzword, doesn't it? eBay. Oh God, you're going to get something. Going to be, well, that's going to be cheap, tacky. It's going to be shit. Obviously, we all know now there's just as much stuff on eBay that's branded as not. Um, depends on what field you're looking for. These cheap, shitty fucking earphones that we almost did a video on are from eBay. They are just quite good. Um, but um i use ebay for a lot of stuff i use facebook marketplace rather exactly the same as you if i'm selling something of little value or whatever for instance my old soundbar my old tv i don't want to be posting boxing them up um they can just go on facebook marketplace someone can pay 50 to 100 quid or whatever that's fine i can deliver it locally i can collect locally that's great if I'm selling a very rare Master System game, then yeah, I'm probably going to go to eBay to sell. Uh, same reason as you. I bring this up because there's another option. And it's today's sponsor. No, I'm joking. It's not. Uh, it's a website called Vinted. I heard of this. Never used it. Never seen it. But I recognise the name. No. Well, I hadn't paid attention to it before because... They, I think, initially at least, only did clothing. Um, That's right, yeah. But they now do not as much scope as Amazon and everything like that. Of course, this is second-hand only. Um, but basically, the reason and the way that this falls in, the gap that this falls in and its existence, and the reason why I'm even mentioning it now, is because if I wanted to sell this copy of Test Drive Unlimited 2... I can put it on Facebook Marketplace for a fiver, wait for someone to beat me down over and over again until they give me a quid for it, and then come over, scope my house out, and rob me afterwards. Uh, which is exactly perfect. I can put it on eBay for a fiver, someone buys it, and then I give eBay half of the money, and then have to fucking pay for postage, sort everything out. On Vinted, you list your item, and you put it in a box and then you take it to your local designated post office or news agents or anything like that the buyer uh, uh, does all the postage and everything like that their end 
So you so just it's like a collect plus type thing. Maybe I don't know what that it. means. Yeah, yeah, okay, nice. But, but that means that you can sell all these little things and all this stuff that you've got hanging around, and it means you can just take it to your local spa shop or whatever shop's closest to you. You'll get a prepaid what's it to go on your package. All you need to do is wang it in there, and then everything else is covered. Um, which is. F- it opened up a part of my brain that was like, well, that's really great because I've got so many PS2 games that I just know I'm never going to play. And not just PS2 games, there's others as well. And they're worth, you know, minimal money, but I can't sell them on Facebook because there's not collectors. There's not really retro gamers. Any retro gamers there are local already have a load of fucking PS2 games. I sell it on eBay. They're only worth a couple of quid and it's not worth my time running around to post offices and stuff um, and paying postage for them. So this seemed like a pretty good alternative. Yeah, I like this. I noticed you've got the option for buyer protection. I mean, why would you never want it? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I guess, yeah, you get a, you pay a percentage of the item price for the buyer protection fee. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's worth looking. Yeah, that's especially because if it's protected, that's the problem with Facebook marketplace i use facebook marketplace yeah. the reason i do local collections or and stuff like that is because i'm never going to post on it and i'm never going to ask no, someone to post no. something but- i mean uh let's pour some out for our homie coop uh who recently got diddled and also yeah. got swindled on uh facebook marketplace uh yeah. went to buy a amd processor from someone up north of him um they basically just sold him a lie as from what i can tell took his money paid via paypal they never sent it deleted their profile and and everything friends and family on paypal so he's had no protection no protection Um, nothing um and he paid using some of his bonus that he got from work for christmas and that's pretty and it's much easy all for people, it's, it's easy for people to say, oh, come on, you don't, you should know better than that. But we've all done something stupid at Spur in the Moment because we think we've found something like a great bargain or something. Yeah. We've been there, and so it's just a shit situation. So there you go, um, everyone. Vinted exists. Check it out. It might suit you in getting rid and shifting not only some of that stuff and giving someone else the joy of using it, but... uh also, it could, um, you know, it could get you some extra shillings in your pocket as well. Nothing wrong with that, especially in these troubling times. Um, okay, now let's get down, to, get down to the real brass tax, Ed. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be a dolphin or a tiger? Um, I don't like fish. What, as an eating fish? Yeah, I don't like eating fish. It's annoying, because I'd like to be a dolphin. Like... The dolphins, they they hold. Do they hold their breath? They do hold their breath, don't they? Well, they, so they can't go in. very deep. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Does a dolphin hold its Dolph- breath, or does it naturally just take that long to breathe in and out? I, I, I should know this. At my age, <laughs> Why I should, should know. you know? <laughs> Rishi, you're teaching us wrong. We should learn about <laughs> dolphins, not maths. Do um, tigers hold their breaths? Uh, <laughs> Can they breathe underwater? I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, no, sorry, I know they can't breathe underwater. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they can't because they don't have gills. So right, you I was think that? Because if, if I'd like to be an <laughs> underwater creature that lives uh, there. Sorry, just to clarify, everyone listening, I wasn't questioning whether a dolphin's a, <laughs> a fish or a mammal. I was. Just, <laughs> Ed was because he's stupid as fuck. 
No, but, but the way you said it then, I got really confused. Go on, carry on. No, I, I, I mean, obviously they hold their breath now. You think about it, but like I didn't. Yeah, like we just breathe in and out. <laughs> you know, we're breathing in and out. We're living. Do they? You said hold their breath, like they go. <gasps> they have a lung capacity. Going, <laughs> they have a high. They have a high lung capacity. But do you reckon they yeah. actively like? <laughs> okay, let's go. Or do that's you reckon? What, that's why they make that sound. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think it's yeah. They probably they definitely hold their breath, but they do it, it for probably so long, and they do it so frequently that it's like breathing to them. You know, anyway, what? fuck that. It sounds difficult. That that, that sounds awful. Um, I'm, I, yeah, I'll have to be the tiger then, I guess. Tiger. Um, yeah, can tigers swim? I think they can. Google it. Oh my fucking hell, Rishi. Okay, Rishi. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I know. Uh, uh, can tigers swim? Uh, they are strong swimmers. <laughs> so I they're dolphins. So. Okay, so I'll change this from would you rather be a dolphin or a tiger to uh, how much of a tiger do you want to be? <laughs> <laughs> how tiger are you? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I would actually, initially, my thought was dolphin. It would be so cool to mm. swim so quickly. You've got loads of companions around you. Um you know very clever animal not short on food um all that sort of lovely stuff you don't necessarily need to hunt you just sort of swim into fish probably um but but as a a personal fear of mine and something i don't like is swimming so ah. I think it would be very irrational. I'm talking as someone who gets very stressed out when you do those levels on the original Tomb Raider where you have to hold your breath underwater. I don't think... Now we've had our little chat about do they hold their breath or not. I don't think I'm aggressive enough to be a tiger. But, you know, they're, they're big cats, aren't they? And I think cats are great. They, they just fuck about, don't they? Uh, it, sounds, yeah. it seems like a lot of effort to be a dolphin, really. I mean, if you're um, if you're a tiger amongst tigers, I feel like you would probably, yeah, just be a big cat. Um, yeah, I'll and, yeah, I'll, I'll be a tiger. So yeah. we're both uh, tigers. Yeah, we're an odd sell cereal. Great. <laughs> um, what have we learned from this? We've learned that we know fuck all about animals. Yeah, and dolphins are shit. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching and or listening, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed what is the uh, monthly Hot Pockets. We will be doing these the beginning Wednesday of each month. It just so happens that this one is on the first. How cool is that? Um, Next week, we'll have either a gaming video for you or a hot... Mm. A pocket topic, sorry. There we go. And the week after that, it's the return of Wheel Wars, except it's called Son of a Pitch. Um, who's our guest? Should we say who our guest is? Yeah, we can do. It's, oh. it's Neil, Neil off that. of that Bite My Thumb television. Indeed. Um, mm. it, it, really good recording it, and I'm looking forward to you guys listening to it. We will see you there. Ish. We won't, but yeah. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Mm, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs>